Have the 49ers defensive prayers been answered? Will the defense remain number one going into next season? Let's talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Nina hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Nina facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Wayne Breezy. And man, oh man, do we got the chat going already in the building. Real quick shout out to everybody that's out there. Shout out to all the subscribers of the channel. Shout out to all the live viewers that are watching right now. Shout out to all the live viewers. They won't be live later, but the viewers are going to watch later on in the repast of the show. I appreciate you guys. Shout out to the members of the channel. Members, you get a special place in my heart. I love you guys. And shout out to those that are already giving, starting to show off with a super chat. Matter of fact, that foghorn was for the first super chat of the day. And it's from another, none other than the lovely Miss Jacqueline Knox. Shout out to Jacqueline Knox. She says, hello to the breeze and the faithful. I need to get educated about football. Period. Oh, man, the show wouldn't be a show without you in the chat, Jacqueline. Period. Thank you so much for the contribution. Shout out to Jerome Davis. He's in the house. All right. Shout out to VZ408. Christy Marie's right on time. I see my man Fernando is in the building. Dion is in the building. Cinnamon Kiss is in the building. Shout out to Symmetry. Emilio. Kieran is in the building. My brother Troy. What's going on, family? Lake City. I see you in the building, fam. The beautiful Miss Top. They used to call her Miss Top Hat Debbie because she rocks the beautiful top hats with all the amazing pins from her going to a lot of the San Francisco 49er games. I'm sorry, Miss Debbie, I wasn't able to get you all the pins from this season. It's always hard for me to get pins for some reason. I get to the stadium early. I get to specific stores, and they sold out. And then you got to walk all the way around the stadium to find a store that has them. But I just wanted to give you a good morning shout out. Guys, don't forget to hit that like button. Thumbs up if you're just tuning in. All right. Shout out to my brother, Ty. We got the shirts up and going on the website. That should be really going super, super quick. We're working on some things, man. You can get the new Wayne Breezy apparel. It is fire. Shout out to my man, Ty. Kali is in the building. And you know what, Kali? I like your comment. Let's go ahead and give this man a round of applause. Congratulations to LeBron James. Round of applause. Now, <laughs> this is funny because I got to read, I got to read your statement. Congratulations to LeBron James for breaking the record for what was it, the most points score. I know he broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, right? But you didn't have to say, and losing to OKC. I think that's hilarious. All right. I think that's hilarious, but we'll keep that dog and pony show last night. They did lose, but he broke the record, got standing ovation and everything. Congrats 
to LeBron, man. LeBron changed the game in so many ways. I'm with you, Troy, though. Jordan is still the GOAT. He will always be the GOAT uh, to me, man. I, I grew up in both eras. How cool was it? I got to watch Michael Jordan change the game. And then I got to watch really, really good basketball players. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the times. And then I got to watch LeBron James change the game again. And, you know, I really felt like Kobe Bryant was, he was a, he was just different in the league too. He changed the game as well. Like Kobe Bryant to me was more Jordan-esque, but that's just my theory and my thought on that. But congratulations, none other than to LeBron James, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is, it is what it is. Uh, congrats. All right, let's go ahead and get this show popping. All right. So today's episode, what I would like to do, we're going to talk about the latest in 49ers news. We'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, coaches hiring coaches that aren't leaving all that good stuff. We did a breaking news show yesterday. Shout out to everybody that paid attention and tuned into that. Um, we want to talk about the fifth year option that's going to be coming up very shortly. May 1st is around the corner. All right. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to get down to this 49ers and 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 their number one defense and like how can this defense find a way to remain number one? I'm probably gonna open up the phone lines once I get that question out there and I get my stuff popping off. You know what I'm saying? But that's gonna be the show for today. And then we'll go ahead and get out of here. Kareem is the goat. I see you guys. I see you, Symmetry. Kareem is the goat. All right. So let's go ahead and get the show started. So latest in 49ers news. Look, you guys already know. Uh, and it's it's crazy because I felt like it still hasn't been made official official yet. Right. I've not seen like a, an official report on Steve Wilkes uh, being hired. I know it was plans to be hired as the 49ers defensive coordinator. But, yeah, man, if you, if you guys don't know, if you guys been sleeping under a rock or, or, or whatnot, um, Steve Wilkes, former interim coach of the Carolina Panthers. All right. Uh, has been hired as the 49ers defensive coordinator for 2023. Uh, I, I would love to know what your guys' thoughts is on this, or thoughts are on this. Uh, Steve Wilkes will be coming in now. Some interesting things about Steve Wilkes, man, when you look at him as a head coach, he wasn't a very good head coach. And, I mean, you could factor in the context, you know, to that. Uh, I see Christy Marie says a big win for us, uh, and, and I like that. I like that a lot. Some people feel like it might not be a big win. Let's let's hold up and pump the brakes. So let me give you a little bit of, a little bit of interesting facts about Steve Wilkes. So like I said, as a head coach, when he was three and thirteen with the Arizona Cardinals, that was the first time he was head coach. And then when he became the interim head coach uh, for the Carolina Panthers, he did go six and six with that particular team, uh, which is a five hundred record. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's something hard to do. You know, when you come in, you're uh, uh, like a, a defensive, I don't even know if he was a defensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers last year before they made him interim head coach, but he does have defensive court uh, coordinating experience in the NFL. He's been in the NFL for a very long time. Um, and uh, he's, he's definitely paid his dues and dividends to, to earn uh, a spot. Now I, I know he wanted to be a head coach and it's unfortunate that the Carolina Panthers uh, decided to go on uh, and hire Frank Wright as the head coach of um the Carolina Panthers but this is a, a big win like like Christy Marie said this is a big win for us uh I see my man Sim says this is a good hire and so here's the thing when I look at his his defenses and and how he's how his defenses have been ranked throughout the seasons that he's been somewhat responsible for the defense all right not necessarily just with two years coaching and 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 a couple of years defensive coordinating when you look at this all right um it makes me wonder because i'm saying to myself hmm like hmm his defenses weren't really ranked that high 
Like he had one, he had one that was not even none of his, none of the defenses that he's coached were ranked in the top 10. And I think that's something that I kind of want to, want to pay attention to. All right. So let me go ahead and uh, Chris Wilson at CGA Wilson, put this out. All right. And I, and I do want to uh, read this. He says, Steve Wilkes, 49ers new defensive coordinator. Wilkes comes with a mixed track record. He has the leadership qualities you're looking for, but his defense is ranked 19th, 20th, 26th, and 11th. He also had a hard time staying in one place, six moves, including a year off and last six years earlier, seven and seven years in NCAA. So he kind of moves around a lot. Uh, I don't really care about that. I don't know about you. It doesn't really bother me. Uh, my man Troy says his defensive ranks does worry him, and he's coming in to, you know, the number one ranked defense of the NFL in 2022, which, you know, we got to kind of put that behind us because we're looking forward into 2023, and it's going to be a lot of changes. We're going to talk about some of those changes. But congratulations to, to Steve Wilkes. He will be the defensive coordinator uh for the san francisco 49ers and 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 more importantly you know aaron wilson reported this uh, a couple of days ago that chris kosarek is going to be staying all right and that's huge right and so it it like he's not taking the defensive coordinator position and in houston he's gonna stay and remain right here did a little video uh on that uh, right here on YouTube. So make sure you guys go check that out. And here was something else interesting that kind of like stuck out to me when it came to this. Matt Barrows reported that Wilkes spent time with Kosirik during his recent interview. 49ers love Kosirik and the Y9. So making sure all the pieces personalities were compatible was a top priority. This is the reason why they hired him. You heard Kyle Shanahan say that he wanted to go with a guy that would be experienced and comfortable, not changing anything. That's that's why Wilkes is here. Apparently, Wilkes passed the test. All right. Now, a little history on Steve Wilkes, DB's coach. He's coached defensive backs. That's his specialty. That's his specialty. So there should be some type of an upgrade, in my opinion, to the defensive back room. Right. And we'll talk about that. I promise. We'll talk about that. Um, there should be some type of upgrade to the dbs that's one thing he's he's strengthening and coaching and if you just let uh you know coseric focus on the defensive line and just let steve wilkes kind of like put it all together i think we continue to run uh the 4-3 obviously we're going to run the 4-3 the y9 is important that's the type of players that we're kind of built we're setting up the spaces and those gaps for those linebackers to kind of come and fill in and things like that uh and so look it's, he's going to be up to the test like i said looking at the carolina's defense uh, looking at their depth chart from last year, I mean, they were super similar defensively to the 49ers defense minus, minus the wide, minus the gap space. Right. But when you look at their DB, CJ Henderson, um, and, 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 and JC Horn, who was on the IR, uh, you know, lost, lost the, lost the great pick in him, but you look at CJ Henderson, JC Horn, Xavier Woods, Jeremy Chen, those were the safeties. All right. You look at his linebacker, Shaq Thompson, Damian Wilson, Frankie Louvu. All right. And then his edge rushers, his defensive line was Burns, Brown, Ionitis, Ionitis, excuse me, and Gross Matos. Like those were his defensive line. He, he had a solid defense. And then if you look at last year and you'd be like, well, their defense was only ranked 11th. I mean, they were ranked 11th and they stayed on the, I think they were ranked 11th last year. They might've been lower. Uh, like 16th or something, but they, they they were on the field the majority of the time. So you got to factor in a lot of the context 
that goes behind, you know what I'm saying? Like why defenses might not rank higher in the NFL. What did their offense do? Did the offense was their offense able to put up points? Was the offense able to stay on fields and sustain drives? All these different types of things like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Melissa says breezy, but when when did Wilkes have linebackers like ours or, or Bosa? I mean, he had a Brian Burns. I'm not saying Brian Burns is as good as Nick Bosa, but Brian Burns is a is a factor in the NFL, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. All right, and then you look at his linebackers, Frankie Louvre, who didn't play against us, thank God, but he's a, he's a decent uh, linebacker out there on the, on the Sam side, weak side. Shaq Thompson is great, so yeah, he ha- he's had great linebackers. They might not have the speed that our linebackers have, have, but they definitely have some great linebackers. Like you know what I'm saying? So look. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be different. Ty says Wilkes defense wasn't ranked high, but he also didn't have a coach. Chris Bosa, Armstead, Warner, Greenlaw, Hufanga. See, I agree with that, but then I disagree with it at the same time because if you look at their offense, they weren't putting up points. So at the end of the day, he had a he had a damn good defense. A couple of players on IR, right? Just like we had a couple of players on IR. But there's nothing you can do when your defense is on the field 95% of the time. Nine times out of 10, that defense at some point isn't going to be able to be productive. So that's why I said there's context into this situation, right? So if your defense is on the field 95% of the time, ain't much you can do but sit here and hope that your defense can keep going. Remember, our defense was winning us games at the beginning of the season. Then the offense started putting up points. Once the, the de- And the defense started giving up points. Y'all remember that? Act like y'all don't remember what was going on in San Francisco at some point, too. San Francisco defense looked like it started to become a weak link. Shit, they gave up pl- damn near 40 points in Vegas. So, so at the end of the day, defenses get tired when the offenses can't sustain drives. I feel like that was the Carolina situation. But again, he did help them go six and six. Ty, that's a good spot on. He doesn't have some of those same pieces, but he got some good pieces. He, he, he's got some. He's got some good pieces. I read some of those pieces. Y'all might not pay any attention to him, but them some good pieces. They not all pros because they didn't look like all pros due to their team's record or whatnot. But there's some good pieces. For example. I'll take a Brian Burns or a Derrick Brown. I'll take a Shaq Thompson. I'll, I'll take those guys. You know what I'm saying? But we got Dre Greenlaw. Some people, and if you if you go one by one, like, is Nick Bosa better than Brian Burns? A lot of people say yes. All right, cool. Is Derrick Brown better than Eric Armstead? I think I would take Derrick Brown. So, so you got to remember, like their defense mainly was to stop the run too. Like they, 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 they got defensive tackles that like to stop the run. And he also plays a lot of heavy matching zone as well. Like so, like that's what his this thing is. You know, play zone coverage. You got big DBs back there. They got to be smart, be able to play in space, not give up the big play, make the tackles. You know what I mean? But I, I tell you right now, I take freaking. Uh, I'll take Brian Burns on this team. I know my man Brad will take him too. <laughs> Kali, we should have drafted Derrick Brown, but he was going. And in our defense, the Panthers took him before we took Kinlaw. They did. A uh, little bit of good news. Uh, let's talk about Trey Lance. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention on, on his IG stories. He's obviously in Phoenix, Arizona. You guys notice that Trey Lance doesn't have anything on his feet other than them Hall of Fame Jays? Yeah, no walking boot whatsoever. I like these subtle pictures because they speak volumes to me. Uh, 
OTAs start in May, okay? And so Trey said that he was going to be ready by OTAs. And I really, truly believe that this kid is going to go out there and be ready to go uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. It's good. It's good. Something good to just look at. All right. It's nothing super duper, but there's no boot. No boot. I just want to point that out that there's no freaking boot. Now, we got to see him get into football activity, all that good stuff. But the fact that he's walking in Jays, which are some of the most uncomfortable sneakers in the world. Sorry, Michael Jordan, your sneakers suck as far as comfort, but they do look fresh as far as design and color and all that good type of stuff, man. It is crazy. Uh, this guy says the the hate on Lance is crazy, bro. Listen, man, it's crazy, it's crazy. And but I get it, I get it. And 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 so when you think about the Lance hate, okay, um, you you got. <laughs> I see you, Moon Man. When you think about the Trey Lance hate, you got to factor in the fact of what you saw out of Brock Purdy. I think personally, if Brock Purdy didn't show us what he showed us this this past season, all right, uh, a lot of people will be screaming for Trey Lance to come back in here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And 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 that's kind of how I how how I take that. Uh, you know, whatever. But I do know uh, Trey Lance is going to be ready to go uh, this upcoming training. Uh, in the spring so OTAs May that's going to be a good date to look forward to seeing Trey Lance get back out there uh, with the first team in the offense don't have any updates on Brock Purdy as of right now still waiting for him to make the decision on if you know he's you know he the report said that he was not going to have that Tommy John reconstructive surgery but he still may get some type of surgery you know where the process and, and the healing uh, won't take as long so guys you got to understand like you can't make the decision if the arm is still swollen you need the swelling to go down to get a proper diagnosis by the doctors so that they can get a proper diagnosis on what he should do so got to give him a little bit of time to get that situated so that he can definitely get the proper diagnosis um, on his shoulder all right so that's what's going on with Brock uh, uh and speaking of quarterbacks we got to talk about this and I hate when we do it because I feel like no one wants to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo anymore but here's the thing uh Jimmy Garoppolo apparently do I got the right thing nope nope so I don't have the thing up here but anyway Jimmy Garoppolo reports are saying that Jimmy Garoppolo basically made a business decision. He could have dressed for the game and been the emergency quarterback, but he chose not to. Now, these are the reports that are out there. I thought I had something out there that I could show you guys just for proof of what's been reporting, but shout out to those that are actually doing, uh, you know, finally doing their due diligence. Now, I, I said this in March of 2022 that Jimmy Garoppolo and Don Yee have officially, like, played the san francisco 49ers and and i and, and what did i mean by that it was specifically just saying that jimmy garoppolo and don Yee kind of like over they got over on him. they got over on the niners and and they put the niners in a bind and the niners had to make you know an offer for him and jimmy still found a way to end up back with the san francisco 49ers but the reports out there are saying that kyle shanahan and jimmy are like they don't like each other like that's the that's what I'm getting from the reports that I've been reading. Like they are far away 
from each other as possible. And this is crazy, right? Like this is this is crazy because I'm wondering during the season while Jimmy was playing and he looked like he was playing better and things like that. Like I wonder how much of that Kyle just didn't really give and just let Jimmy go out there and play. But I can tell you one thing: Jimmy Garoppolo will not dress in red and gold ever again. You know, ever like his his time in San Francisco has been official, official, and it's officially over, over, if if you guys can understand what I'm saying. So it's, 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 I'm, I'm more like, uh, like, let me ask you this question. Are you upset that Jimmy could have dressed and didn't, he could have played and didn't in the NFC championship game? That's the question that I'm asking. There's not a, there's not a, uh, you know, it's not a poll question. It's just a question. Are you guys upset that Jimmy could have played? Or do you do you not blame him for not playing, for making that business decision on saying, hey, man, I got to go out here and get this bag? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, which which one is it? And and don't be the fan that, uh, you know, just 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 be honest with your with your with your thing. I'm gonna post them up here right now. Troy says Jimmy is selfish. Now we've seen this before. We've seen it before. Remember the year he got the high ankle sprain and George Kittle got the high ankle sprain? You know what I'm saying? You remember that year? And 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 Kittle came back. Jimmy was cleared, but he chose not to come back for like the last four games of the season. It was kind of like he made a business decision or something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Hur says, Jimmy didn't dress on purpose. Mm, basically screwing Kyle. That's how I feel. I, psh, Jimmy... Whew, that's tough, man. It's tough as a fan because our our <laughs> not one of us expected Brock Purdy to get injured, right? None of us. Not me, not you, not you, not you. Like none of us expected that, right? None of us expected it. So we just felt like with Brock, we were gonna win that game. We had a chance, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, right? And then on top of that. Jimmy was there. Jimmy was on the sideline. Y'all saw the Jimmy smiling stuff at the end of the game. Like, <laughs> like it's it's starting to come to fruition, right? Like, why? Because I remember people putting out, like, why was Jimmy smiling? Why why was he smiling? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was he smiling for? And now the reports are coming out that him and Kyle Shanahan weren't really getting along. All of a sudden, Jimmy Garoppolo could have been available to go, but Kyle Shanahan had to rock with who he had because Jimmy felt like it was best that he didn't play. And it's just kind of it's kind of weird, right? I mean, personally, I wish Jimmy was out there. Personally, you know, and me and my feelings. I want the best quarterback. Remember the beginning of the season when we when we uh when we when we signed him to the one year deal. I said the 49ers are gonna have the best quarterback room in the league with Jimmy being the backup. And then you got Trey and then Nate Sudfield and then Nate Sudfield got cut. And then we, and then Brock Purdy became the third string quarterback. I was like, oh, the 49ers got the best quarterback room in the league. If they can stay healthy. And then Jimmy gets hurt. Brock gets hurt. Jimmy can play. Jimmy doesn't play. We got to go with Josh Johnson because we just picked him up off the street. It was just like, damn, Jim, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Great tone. Seven six five says, "Do you think Purdy and his team want to get the Tommy John surgery, but the Niners are trying to force him?" See, you can't ask me these questions. I tell you what, I'm gonna do a sh- I'm gonna do a YouTube short about this. I, I I I you know this is what I believe. I actually great tone 
seven six five. I believe this. But then it makes you say, well, what about Trey Lance then, Kyle? Like, what about Trey? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not let him get the surgery and you just find you another QB? You draft a guy, you bring in a guy or whatever and let Trey rock out, you know? But then again, when you want your cake and eat it too, I mean, this is this is the thought process of, of any NFL team, not just Kyle Shanahan, like any any NFL team, you know? Uh, I, I, I really believe that. I really believe this is the thought process. Hey, man, you want your best guys out there. And, man, if you could hold off on this surgery, man, and just, you know, come in and play, how about we do that? Or it could be the other way around. Maybe the Niners are forcing him to get the Tommy John, and he's trying to say, I want to play because if I don't play, I might lose my shot. And you only get one opportunity to come out here and do your thing. But it's a great question, Great Tone 765. Really, 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 really good question. What's going on, Peachy? Um, he says, what are what you doing, Breezy, trying to stir up the mob? Hey, man. M-O-B-B, D-E-E-P, 2-E-D-I-E. You know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do, but not seriously. When it comes to the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, it's like I want it to be over, right? You're tired, I'm tired, you know, all these different types of things. We're tired, right? It's just damn, like we we could have had a shot. Brian from Facebook, Brian C. Gilmer says, No, I'm not upset with Jimmy G not dressing for the championship game. If he were to get hurt again, his stock would have tanked. Let him leave on his terms. The 49ers will be fine with Lance and Purdy. Yeah, but that's hindsight, though, because do you feel Jimmy would have helped the 49ers and gave them a possibility and winning that game had he played? I'm sorry. I don't want to lose any games. I, I'm not thinking personally. I don't think it's fair to think about your stock in an NFC champion, in a championship football game. If that, if that's who you are, okay. But damn, you, you can't be on my team. Because to me, like Troy said at the very beginning of the show, that's self, selfish, right? That's selfish. Do I want Jimmy to get the bag for sure, Brian? If he got hurt, then it was just meant for him not to get the bag. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But what if he would have performed well and won that game? He would get even more of a bag. So there's two what ifs. And if ifs was a fifth, we'll all be drunk. I know. I, I just feel like if Jimmy made himself unavailable, I have a problem with that. That's my issue. Because if you're available to play, and you chose, all right, if Jimmy would have called out sick and not been there, I've been cool. I've been cool. You ever go to work and you call out sick and you 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 stay off of everything. You don't get on Facebook. You don't go out. You don't do nothing. You don't want nobody to know anything, even if you're not sick. Like, you just, just want to use a sick day. If Jimmy would have did that, I'd have been cool. But Jimmy called out sick and then showed up to work. And to me... That's kind of selfish, man. Like, I like I, 
that's kind of selfish on his part, but he's done it before. And I thought he overcame that because last year he played through injury after injury and, and he showed that he was a warrior and he was a team player. And this is that in the third. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? Like, as I just thought he would overcame it. Maybe he was, maybe he couldn't play physically, but the, but the reports out there are saying that he could have played had he dressed. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He could have played as he dressed. If he dressed, Emilio says Jimmy doesn't care about the team. He wants his money to move on. See, it's so it's so it's hard, it's so hard for me to talk about this because, at the end of the day, I want players to get their money. But at the end of the day, you know, some people says that's not that's not selfish. I mean, it might not be selfish. It it might not be kind of selfish. I just feel like it's kind of selfish though. Like right, or maybe it is just selfish all the way. Now, at the at the end of the day, uh, Debo's on first take right now. Debo would show up on first take while the Wayne Breezy show is airing. Thank you, Debo, for screwing up my show. No, nah, I'm just playing. But seriously, I just feel like it's a little bit selfish. And, and 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 Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, wherever it is you choose to go, I wish you well being, and I hope I I I'm I'm hope you stay healthy, and I hope that you continue to do whatever it is you set your goals out to do. But thank you for your time here in San Francisco. It's time to move on. Um, I'm officially moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo. I know I on the last episode, I was giving you guys scenarios of bringing him back as a backup, backup, or whatever like that. Would he make the quarterback room better? Yeah, but now, if this report is true, that's out about him being kind of like of a selfish player and kind of like looking out for himself and things like that. And I do understand where you're coming from, Brian. So I don't want you to think I don't. I tr- I totally get it. But it's almost like, dang, this is the biggest game of the career. You could make help. Imagine if he didn't get hurt, which we can't sit there and say that might not happen. But imagine if he didn't get hurt and, you know, we win that game and now we're in the Super Bowl and then we're here. Not talking about that. We're talking about preparing for Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it's just, it's just whatever. Speaking... Speaking of injury, I do want to talk about Brock Purdy injury one last time. Um, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was uh, a content creator. I can't remember the name of their show. They, they have do have a show here on YouTube. They're big on TikTok. They, he interviewed Hassan Reddick. He said, Hassan Reddick, hey, man, like, do you think the 40... I'm going to put it in layman's terms. Were the 49ers dumb at trying to block you with... A tight end. Yo, if you have not heard the clip from Hassan Reddick, shame on you. But this is what he said. He says, no, they weren't dumb at all. It was part of their scheme. He says, usually, like, I'm supposed to be faked by the run scheme of the play action pass. But I didn't get faked. Like I, I, they didn't fake me out. Like you know what I'm saying. And so I just went straight for the quarterback. So, so he didn't think it was the wrong play. Uh, you heard the play, Mike, Mitch, 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 not Mitch. Um, Mike McGlinchey didn't think it was the wrong. It was just a play made by Hassan Reddick for the last umpteenth time. We've been running that scheme all season long, and nine times out of the ten, it's been working. Tight end, edge. Usually the tight end is going to bite on the run. They had Debo fake the play action, go way outside. Nobody was there with him. Like, nobody. 
Remember we said if Debo could have, if, 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 if Brock would have saw Debo and just floated the ball to him, even behind the line of scrimmage, Debo was going to get you a 20-plus gain and possibly beat one person and take it to the house? Like, that's how that play was designed. Unfortunately, Brock got her on the play. But I thought it was cool, and I only brought it up for the simple fact, only brought it up for the simple fact that the actual defensive player thought that it was it just it was just a design play. It wasn't a, a freak block on me. I just I just knew to play, basically, is what he was kind of saying. He just he just knew to play. So again, that's on Hassan Reddick. Um, whatnot. Let's talk about the fifth year options because the 49ers have to utilize the fifth year options by May 1st. And they have two players, two first round picks that they have to utilize. Shout out to David Lombardi, fifth year option price tags, Brandon Ayuk, Javon Kinlaw. Here are their price tags. And I want you guys to pay attention to the price tags. All right. Now this is that market, you know, for a wide receiver that went in the first round. All right. You know, $14.1 million. Javon Kinlaw, $10.4 million for the defensive tackles that went in that round or whatever. Um, for first round. So those are your first round price tags, 14.1 for the receiver, 10.1 for the defensive tackle. All right. So we got it. We got to talk about this because um, <laughs> I ain't even asked the question yet. Dim Flack. The question, I didn't even pose the question. Ayuk, yes. Kinlaw, nah. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Ayuk, less, yes. Kinlaw, nah. All right, Crazy Juice says bring Ayuk back. Roy Boy agrees with Dim Flack. All right, I'm just trying to figure up uh, some of the uh, answers. Going to put your answers out here in the chat. Uh, Niner Gang Podcast says pick up BA, let Ken Law walk. Sorry, he's done nothing his whole time here. All right, so we're moving on. I got you, bro. Ricky says, I'm from South Carolina and being a big Ken Law fan, but he's just not working out. Sorry. All right, this guy, Ayuk, is an easy bring back. Ken Law, we got to trade or look into bionic knees. Those are million-dollar knees, bro. Ken Law, sorry, bro, but you're done. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> B-A-S, Ken Law, hell to the nah. The market says... 10 Ken Law, <laughs> 10 Law, I got where you're going with this, my bad, can walk after this season, bring back B.A. Uh, these, I'm going off the IG post. All right, so here's the thing. Ayuk is worth every penny. Now, remember, so I, I, I got it. I, I saw him. We're, we're talking about the fifth-year option. So let me just prose this to you guys. All right, fifth-year option. Hurricane says, Breezy, the 49ers content creator who asked that question was Jason Aponte. Not the question. He asked Hassan Reddick a different question. I don't think it was a Ponty that asked this that that particular question. It could have been a Ponty. I, I I thought I heard him ask a different question, but it could have been him. All right. So you might be right, Hurricane Seven Seven Four. Anyway, uh, I, I get it. So let me just let me just let me just tell you, football. Just don't forget. I'm just gonna say I I, I don't I'm, I agree with your answers. Like I'm 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 tagging. <laughs> I'm tagging Brandon Ayuk. I'm Brandon Ayuk. You're going to make your fifth year. You're going to make fourteen point one million dollars. End of discussion. We'll figure out everything else after that. Hell, we might even franchise tag you the year after that. I feel like the 49ers are going to be Allen Robinson 
Allen Robinsoning Brandon Ayuk, and I hope that's not the case. I, I, I'm hoping that's not the case. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you remember when Allen Robinson, like when he when he left Jacksonville, I mean they must have franchise tagged him how many times in Chicago? I mean he was getting paid per year, but man, he couldn't get a deal, right? He couldn't get the deal. Now I don't know how the money is going to be tied up, and we got to talk about a lot of these cap hits later on this week or whatever or whatnot. But listen, listen. I do understand where you guys are coming from, but let's talk about the money, right? Because the 49ers, yes, they're going to be getting some money because the cap salary cap is going up, but it doesn't go up to us. It goes up in March, right? So they're going to be having some money on the books. You already franchise tagged Nick Bosa, which means this year he's going to get, what, that $18 million? And then it might even be higher because we he, he became, he was a, Pro Bowl, did he make it to the Pro Pro Bowl, all pro, whatever he did, he he superseded whatever he was supposed to do. So he might even make a little bit more money on that particular situation. So he might get higher than the 17.8. It might be into the 19s, maybe even 20 million for this year upcoming. So that's why they're going to try to work out his deal, right? And so I'm looking at the money. So this, this move has to be made, right, by... May 1st. So the question is, it's cheaper to keep Kinlaw for the next two seasons at 10.1 million, sort of like how they did Mike McGlinchey. Just hear me out. I don't agree with it. I just feel like there's a possibility that this is what the 49ers are going to do. And then they met. It's not about needing him. Hold on. No, 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 no. I, I hear where you're going with this. Me saying not tagging Ayuk does not mean that they're still not trying to work out a deal and they're still not trying to do these different types of situations. It's more just tying up a larger chunk of money for the next two years. So he's going to get paid his rookie contract this year and the next year will be his fifth year option. He's going into year four, right? So he'll get his rookie base, whatever that is. And then next year going into the fifth year, if they do tag him by May 1st, he's going to get that particular money. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, let's move on from Kinlaw, and I agree with that. I agree with it, but I'm looking at it from a money standpoint, and I'm trying to say to myself, is that the right move financially? Because I don't think they offer Kinlaw a, a longer contract. And so I think you might tag him, let him be here for the next couple of years, see what you can get out of him, see if you can boost his his stuff up to trade? Because if a lot of you want to trade Kinlaw, but if we, if we cut Kinlaw, we're going to pay some money. So, like, like I want to... Personally, I would like to trade him. You know what I'm saying? So I would like to trade him. Uh, that's just kind of what I would do. I don't think Kyle's going to cut. So this is not what I'm saying. I, I need y'all to hear me because I don't want y'all telling Brandon Ayuk, Breezy said... You about to get cut. That is not what the hell I'm saying. Okay, here we go. What I'm trying to say is from a financial point, they might treat Kinlaw the same way they they did Mike McGlinchey. I don't I I I'm just saying, just just look at how they did it. Mike made 11 million dollars, his fifth year option. Kinlaw said to make less than that. His fifth-year option. Brandon Ayuk is going to be making a lot more. They still got to pay Nick. They still got to pay these other players. Will 
how and I'm gonna bring on Jason, uh, my man Jason. I mean, he's gonna come on here and try to help us figure out how we could keep all these pieces. All right, I promise you, like we're gonna figure it out because from a financial standpoint, like it has to be figured out. We do need Ayuk, Melissa. I agree with you. He is 100% special. I just feel like they feel they get a deal done for him. See what I'm saying? Maybe they get a three-year deal like they did with Debo Samuel. See, Debo wasn't fifth-year option because he wasn't a first-round pick. You can only fifth-year option your first-round picks. You get what I'm saying? I'll look that up for you, man. Spot Rack is kind of... Uh, let me see if I can get Spot Rack going right now. So let me go to... Uh, let me go to Javon Kinlaw because that's a that's a great question because it's going to come down to the number, but I don't think... If he if if he doesn't, so this year he's not set to make any money in 2023, right? So total guarantees is about five million dollars on this year, on this upcoming year. He he's gonna get his signing bonus at 2.7, his salary's 2.2, he'll he'll make about five mil. He's made the majority of, of his money, and, and his dead cap is at that as well. So they can cut him. They could cut him and it only cost him five years, five million um, or whatnot. But again, if they do choose to fifth year option him for the 2024 season, it's going to cost him 10 million. So it's going to, it's, look, it's going to be crazy. You know what I mean? When it comes down to whatever is, is going to be, I don't think Brandon Ayuk is going to be, I mean, not Brandon Ayuk, I don't think Javon Kinlaw is going to be able to ever amount to nothing or or things like that um when it comes to what we were expecting from him due to his injuries is it a possible way that they sit here thank you Ramilia sports report appreciate you family is it a possible i'll tell you what let's trade him to the rams let's trade let's trade him to the rams <laughs> have a great day bro have a great day um, but the 49ers got dead money that they paying, man. And every time you cut a player, you stuck with some bread that you owe. That's called dead money. And so they already owe D4 like 8 million. They owe uh who retired? Alex Max getting like two or three million. It's it's a lot. I don't want too much dead money on here. Let me read Sean's contribution. I think he has to run. Uh Sean says, so not that we agree Purdy's injury came from poor line play and Buck McGlinchey. <laughs> Crapped. What do you think? So now, so so now that we agree, what do you think of Ryan's uh, publicly saying he needed to hide Ufunga's weakness uh, to make him Pro Bowl kind of weak? Um, I mean, I mean that's what you do when you're a great defensive coordinator, though, right? You you kind of figure out where your players still lack and you do your best to mask it. And we knew what Hufunga, to me, Hufunga's only issue was communicating and, 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 and just like grasp, grasping the concept quicker from the communication. And so when he, when he didn't do that, well, he took poor angles and got beat. But when he did do that, well, he took great angles and was there. And so, like, I don't know. I if you're if you're the coach of a team, Sean, thank you for the contribution. If you're the coach um of a team and you see your player has 
some weaknesses. You I mean you do your best to hide them. It's hard to work on those weaknesses during the season. So I'm sure that's something that Ufunga is gonna gonna work on. But listen, it got him to the Pro Bowl, and um, it got him to the Pro Bowl because the first half of the season he was tremendous, and then it it it, it just started not to slow down to where he could get better, but it just he just started getting hit with more of the kitchen sink. I think that's kind of like what it was. All right. So real quick, let's take a quick pause, guys. Don't forget to hit the like button. That's most important. Niner gang, this is it right here. He has zero trade value. It's cut or work it out. Like, that's what you're going to do. I mean, you listen, the 49ers are starting to show me that they don't have a problem cutting players that they feel like aren't going to work out. They also like to give players chances that have injuries to really kind of like be themselves, see if they can come back. I think Ken Long might possibly get the offseason to work out. He'll come back not injured during training camp, and then we'll see from there. So I think we got a long time to wait. The question, though, is are they going to pick up that fifth-year option on him? A lot of you guys are saying no, and then I'm personally saying that B.A. should probably get that fifth-year option. I mean, just give him the fifth-year option. No, you got B.A. for another two years, and you work on his contract. First contract you work on, though, is Nick Bosa. You get him paid. You figure out how to get his money. You restructure some of these guys that got big cap hits like George Kittle, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, like they got big cap hits going into 2023. Maybe you find a way to lessen the cap this year. Uh, I don't know. There's so many things that they could do for some of these players, but you can't pay them all. Like you can't pay them all. Let's go ahead and get down to the nitty gritty of the show. 49ers ended the season with the number one defense, especially when it came to scoring and total yards. They just ended up, they ended up with the number two rushing defense. Actually, the Tennessee Titans finished a little bit ahead believe it or not, of the San Francisco 49ers. But they did hire, and I have the article right here uh, from the San Francisco 49ers, from the San Francisco Chronicle. They hired Steve Wilkes as their defensive coordinator to replace D'Amico Ryans. And the question is going to be, will the 49ers continue to remain the number one defense? Now, here are their key losses coming into this season. I'm going to go ahead and put the link inside of the chat so you guys can join the show with your boy, we got about 15 to 20 minutes to rock out, man. And I believe 50, and I mean 15 to 20 minutes after that, we getting up out of here. And I truly appreciate you guys. Don't forget to hit that like button. Uh, I know the season is kind of taking this turn. The season is officially over. Not much to talk about, but guys, I'm gonna do my best to bring you guys that con that content. You can restructure, you can always continue to restructure the contracts, bro it's just restructuring it's not offering them more years it's more saying like hey man can we pay you this amount of money right now to take a less cap hit and then you get a little less later or blah 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 so it's just restructuring you could you could do it as many times as you need be all right dion what's going on baby what's up brazy good morning to you brother how you doing i'm doing good man you sound like you're feeling a lot better bro i am actually fantastic at this point bro it's literally just flushing the mucus out of my system, man. It, it is insanity, bro. Like, when I blow my nose, it's for like 10 minutes because <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> um, but I know we got like a short span of time, so I'm going to cover so many points in the short, short span of time. You got Here's it. the thing about Jimmy. To, to go back to the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, it's very simple. Number one, if I'm Jimmy, I ain't dressing for no damn body. I'm sitting on the sidelines because I'm about to go get paid elsewhere. I'm not running at risk of me getting hurt, re-injuring myself. I'm going to get my bag. 
So am I on his side from a player standpoint? Yes, because the NFL can rob you. He is at the most premium position by playing quarterback. So yes, if he don't dress, he's going to go get his money elsewhere. The second part is, why would we want Jimmy Garoppolo to come in and play for us? Number one, Rusty. He's been out for a couple of months. And number two, explain to me what Jimmy Garoppolo has done in the playoff game that's been meaningful in his whole uh, NFL career. Not much of anything. So I'm not going to put him in there because he ain't going to win the game. And I'm not going to end. If I'm Jimmy, I'm making a business decision. I'm about to go get broke off anywhere from 25 to $30 million a year. I'm not messing that off for Kyle, Jed, nobody. So why was he sitting there laughing on the sidelines? Because he was probably thinking in his head, hey, man, I'm just here for moral support, but uh, I'm about to go get broke off. Y'all can stay here and do whatever you want. The next thing with Kinlaw is I'm saying let him play out his contract. Do not pick up the fifth year. That way you don't owe him money. Um, there's not much you're going to get out of him. Unfortunately, when we drafted Kinlaw, we knew the man was injury prone. We knew he had bad knees. And what did we get in return? Much of nothing. We understood that. We took the risk. The risk failed. You let him play out this last year. You do not pick up the fifth year because you don't need it. With B.A., you pick, if anything, you pick up the fifth year and work a contract out in that time frame. I agree with you on that. That's what I would do. Um, As far as Brock Purdy, it has been, there's been several rumors out there that he's opting for the, like, I think about a four to six month type surgery versus the full Tommy John. Um, because of course, Tommy John, it's a full year. I don't know where everybody keeps getting the six month thing. Maybe if they made advancements in the surgery that I don't know about, that's cool. But Tommy John, for you to truthfully be at your best, it's a full year of recovery. Now, when you come back from that year, you look like you got a brand new arm. Like you wouldn't got a bionic arm. Like they were talking about bionic knees, but those are the things that are happening right now. Um, you know, and to be honest with you, we got a couple guys we got to worry about, man. We literally are losing Tarvarius Moore, Tayshawn Gibson, and Jimmy Ward, all unrestricted free agents. And so, his like, um, like and we, Charles Menehue, and Jordan Willis, and Kerry Hyder, and see? Hassan Ridgeway. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got things to be concerned about inside the building. The number one thing, honestly, that I'm very happy about is Steve Wilkes. Okay. Him being here, think about it like this. We already have the best D-line coach in the league. Our D-line is stellar. We always wind up with great depth. We always seem to figure it out. We already have the, you know, a stellar group of linebackers. Pray to God we bring back Aziz and we can get him on a, a good deal that, that's good for him and good for us. Um, but our back end has always been the question. With Steve Wilkes, that's his specialty. Mm. He is the DB's guy. So if you think about it, you let Steve Wilkes work with those DBs. If he finds a way to bring every Thomas back into the fo- into the fold, he's still got Sam Wobach. He's still got Debo Demo. He's still got uh, Mooney out there. And if you can only, if you can fine tune Mooney and make him better, I want you to. You know what I'm saying? Mosley coming off the ACL. He's probably hopefully we get him back at a nice deal. Like all those things coming to play, our defense is going to be so top notch that it's going to be scary to see what anybody else would try to do against us. But those are just my takes. I Everybody knows me. I don't care for Jimmy, but I'm not going to sit up here and knock that man for doing something to make sure that he solidifies his own future and gets his bag. He that We all knew that. What did Julian Edelman say on uh, I Am Athlete? He did it before, man. So we can't expect anything less of the dude. I'm yeah, not going to sit up here and say Jimmy's a bitch. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you got your two 
you know, like, like, so, so I get where you're coming from with the Jimmy situation, but I'm sorry, bro. We, I want to, I want to win a championship. And you I can't do tell me, you can't tell me and sit up here and say that Jimmy Garoppolo ain't better than motherfucking Josh Johnson, bro. You can't no, tell I'm not me saying that. I, I won't that, think that. And that, and that, why, and that, my friend, is why his ass should have been playing. He knew that. Like, he knew that. He knew that. Hey. No, you mean it? I I rather had Jimmy Garoppolo hand the ball off. At least the defense knew he could only throw eight yards, but at least he still could have tried to throw an eight yard pass. Brock Purdy couldn't throw two yard pass, and they knew that, and they teed off on his ass. Uh-huh. So that's why I feel like, me personally, I get what you're saying. Jimmy, go get the bag. Do your thing. But damn, dude, you you were you were able you you had the ability to suit up and play. Like, I wish that never came out. I was cool with everything. But if that story is 100% accurate, that's gonna, that's, that don't sit right with me, bro. That don't uh, I, I, don't, I don't like it either. But at the same time, like nah, I said, from the player nah, standpoint, nah, it's, it's, nah, hey, it's a business nah, decision, bro. Nah, and if you've bro. been this way before, after player, bro, and he's not even going to be here. Why we care about it, what he make after he leave here? He, but I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you this is why. This is something that he don't don't care. Apparently, he don't care because he didn't (laughs) decide to say, you know what? Let me show, let me show my team like who I really am. And you saying he gonna get the bag? That motherfucker ain't getting no bag. Somebody paying. Somebody there's always a dumb team wanting to come out their pocket. Win regular season games, and then this conversation that you just had with me, what is he doing? The playoffs is gonna come up. Like, and that is where that's why he not gonna get the bag. Like I could tell you, he's gonna get paid. He's gonna get a, mm-hmm. a, a a four year deal, probably. That's why I was saying, like he somebody. It's the reason that I state he's gonna get a bag is because there's someone dumb enough to give him an exorbitant amount of money. Every team does that with the quarterback situation. Good point. You could have a quarterback have one good one good year. He go out there and get paid. You don't believe me, Brock Osweiler, Mike <laughs> Glennon. Hey man, look. Do I need to go on these people. Come on now. There's people out there that but just you know those players. So I could see why he would get uh, a substantial amount of, of money to play quarterback in this league mm-hmm. from a team that needs a quarterback. Like a team that mm-hmm. feels like they need a quarterback. Not a team that's rebuilding, but a team that feels like, yo, with Jimmy, we could compete and go get a championship. I get it. I get mm-hmm. that. But my at this point, I don't care about that. None of that matters because we got our ass whipped by the Philadelphia Eagles on their turf, and he was available, and he chose not to be available. That's the problem. To me, that's the pro- that's a problem. Hey, look, you take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it back old school, man. You know, we say on the West Coast, man, he's a mark. You know what I'm saying? He was a mark buster. for that. You call he's whatever a straight you buster. Want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel you, but hey, I'm gonna let you get some more people. Wait a minute, I never understood what that meant. Does that mean because when what? I on the, on the East Coast, when you say you marked? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to say what it mean. But yeah. does that mean the same thing on the West Coast when you say No, you're... on the West Coast, when somebody call you a mark, that just means you're a chump. You're a buster. Okay. You're nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. That. that's that's where our lingo goes. Like, and I know that mark has different terms in different places. But for us on the West, yeah, we just call you a buster. That's what it is. We, we just saying you're a chump. You, you know, you're a nobody. You don't need to be hanging around with us. Um, But – that that's basically just the situation, man. And I hope that next year we roll and keep going. Um, but then again, for all of the people out there, I'm telling you right now, if you are on the Jimmy train, 
you can go with him wherever he goes because Kyle Shanahan did me a solid. He finally heard my cries mm. and opened out of his, opened his mouth and the flight. I felt like heaven was just shining down on me at that moment. And they said, do you see Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't see any situation where that happens. I about cried. I almost shed some tears with tears of joy and happiness. But finally, no, my head coach has said, I'm done. I'm moving on. I but like I appreciate you. you for having me, Breezy. I Thank you so you much, too, brother. Bro. Continue yeah. to be great. Continue to be fantastic. Everybody hit that like and subscribe button. Keep supporting this young, this young man because he is amazing. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. All right. I, I'm 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 gonna bring Melissa on next and then I'm gonna end the segment with Terradome. That's that's what we're gonna do. I haven't heard the word Mark and Buster in so long. I'm about to go pull out the 1994 uh doggy style album uh and then <laughs> listen to that for the rest of the day on my next workout. Melissa, what's going on? Hi Breezy, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Um before I forget, can you please do me the big favor? Of having like a, a big birthday sing along on Friday for John V and Terradome. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I, I just had to ask because you know nobody do, does it like Breezy. <laughs> I appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, let's let's talk about some. Uh, let's talk about Steve Wilkes. All right. Um, okay. What are your thoughts on him? Are you ecstatic? Are you happy? Like, how are you feeling? I, I'm jubilant, actually. I, jubilant. I really loved what he did. Um, I felt he kind of got robbed because the offense was so um, subpar at Carolina, especially towards the end of the year, that he was that close to beating the Bucks and getting the South, and he just he couldn't get over that hump. Um. I think that he makes the most out of situations because even though when he was like the, the, the Cardinals coach, he still swept the Niners in 2018. Like those were his two wins. Yes. Like he never gave up. So it, it's one of those things where, you know, he, he doesn't have like the, 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 the pretty resume that everyone like Gaga overs, but he has something that like you, you can't, teach or cultivate you either have it or you don't you have that grittiness that that, that thing where you bring out the most in your players or you don't um and, and so i respect that about him and i actually got really excited about it because one of my favorite players in um 2020 to watch who probably nobody ever knows about is jeremy chin mm-hmm. and i loved the way that he was like a kind of like a swiss army knife where he was moved all over that that defense um and the the fact that he's so good with secondary players, I felt like maybe he could kind of do something like that with Hufunga because I think Hufunga is what the Seattle Seahawks and like a bunch of other people thought Jamal Adams would be, you know, like a, a blitzing, like safety, a guy who could get turnovers and be like a disruptor and could line up anywhere on the defense. You never knew where he was going to line up or what he was going to do. He, you just knew that if you didn't take this guy seriously, he was going to make you pay all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a lot of the criticism for Hufunga that, that he, he doesn't always uh, see the field well, or he, he bites on things too much and he's um, creeping up where he shouldn't creep up at times. And, and so for someone who is so good with GBs, who's so good with young players who have such raw talent, 
you can't but not be excited and hopeful, you know? Like, so I'm really, really happy about Welks, but at the same time, like, I'm also kind of worried because now with another Kyle Disciple somewhere else, like, you have to wonder if, like, the 30-plus, like, free agents in March are going to go to Houston or Miami or New York or somewhere else, you know? So that's my main concern right now. Yeah, really, look, look, really good hire. Um, I believe he's going to help strengthen this secondary. But the, but the, here's the thing, right? We're losing a lot of pieces, especially in the secondary. The only person yep. that's coming back on contract, contract that is was a starter, what or or two people in that secondary, well, three Hufunga, um, Diamador Lenore, and, and uh, Mooney Water. Right. And so now you got to figure out how are we going to replace who's going to be our nickel? Who's going to be this? Who's going to be that? Who's going to. And so there's a lot of pieces, you know, starting like who's going to be the free safety? Who's going to be that safety that plays deep out there? Like he's got a lot, lot of things he has to say and over, you know, accomplish. And I think the issue is when people talk about Steve Wilkes, you know, his defenses that he's coached haven't been ranked high. And he's had yeah. great players. He might not. And, and the 49ers are losing a lot of great players. So what if the defense is missing some of that, you know, going into next season? And now the defense goes back to being mediocre. And now you got to put the pressure on the offense to score like 40 plus points a night. So like it's and we don't even know who's going to play quarterback for the 49ers at this moment. So <laughs> it's it's he's got a tall task because D'Amico yeah. did not do him any favors he left on the highest note other than getting a super bowl he left on a high note and so steve wilkes got a he got some big shoes to fill in my opinion i I just i feel like if you're a defensive fan or if you're just like you you believe in this defense you you gotta chill you gotta give him at least a little bit of a grace period because i remember at the beginning of the year you guys were all meeting up in philly and I remember the entire time after that Philly game and week two, people just rammed D'Amico Ryans. They were waiting for him to get fired. They were waiting for Sala to get fired and come back. Like they, there was like no patience. There was like no um, belief that they thought that this, this linebacker who used to play in the league should not have been brought up. Like it was ugly. Um so my only hope is this time around, it, it doesn't go that way, like, right off the bat. Like, they give mm-hmm. people a, a chance to prove themselves. But I, I agree with you that the depth is an issue because right now you're you're probably losing Demetrius Flanagan Flowers. You're probably losing um, Aziz Alshair. You don't know if McCrary Bull or Oren Burks is going to kind of be like the third linebacker plus you have to bring the depth to the linebackers because that's like one of your biggest strengths but your secondary is depleted and your 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 line is depleted plus we have to take care of tight ends and offensive linemen and everything else so that's going to be one of the more interesting things that we they, we uh address next month all right I, I i'm agreeing with you uh i i i just can't wait to see i i'm excited because i can't wait to see a who's going to be coaching with him who's going to bring in up under him to coach mm-hmm. some of these uh position groups and b i can't wait to see 
what his influence is, A, in free agency and in the draft. There's some pieces out there that I would love to be on this team. Talk about safety. I know we don't have a lot of money, but there's a safety we can go out there and get. Uh, there's an A safety. There's a B safety. I feel like that. I got scaffolded. There's an A defensive tackle. There's a B defensive tackle. There's a guy on this list we could possibly bring back, too. I would bring back Kassan Ridgeway on a one-year deal. So there's there's so many I just can't wait to see what there's his, opportunities. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what, you know, his influence is going to be on Kyle Shanahan to bolster up the defense. I'm sorry. Defense wins championships. I know we don't want to ride the D <laughs> pause, but defense wins championships. You want to always make sure your defense is strong, the strongest link out there, in my opinion. Oh, and um, one quick thing, Breezy. Uh, I don't want to talk about him because you know how much I, I, I just hate this man, but. I have to give you kudos because you've like really like kept sane and calm and kept your biases out of it. You've tried to defend and, you know, think team first and not, um, you know, lose your temper with how much all of us really detest Jimmy Garoppolo because you, you were a Niner fan first. Mm-hmm. So I have to give you props that That's you right. kept that sanity that whole time. I'm, I'm trying. People think I'm traveling fence, and it's more just me. But just... I'm I'm glad that you're finally like taking your, listen, your cap off and letting it loose because well, well, listen, uh, it, it's are... like the third time he's done this. He he did it with uh, Jacoby Brissett and the, the injured hand. He did oh, it from, with from 2020. The... Yeah, yeah. It, this right. is like three yeah. strikes. You're out. Like it, yeah. it's enough at this time. But, but but this is the thing, right? And so. I will defend a 49er player to the day they're no longer in the uniform. So I need people to understand that first and foremost. I don't care who you is. Who you are. <laughs> right? That's first and foremost. Second, yeah. second, I see people in the chat saying, oh, now we're crying for him to play. Listen, if you are available to play football, then your ass should be out there playing football. You can't be making a business decision at the biggest time of, of the team, and this team has a possibility to go to the championship. You know I mean, fans spend their life-earned savings on watching this team do something, and this dude going to say he making a business decision. We paid your salary for you to be hurt, and you couldn't go out there. Now my emotions is getting into it, but what I'm trying to say is that's what I'm saying. Like, I get players got to make business decisions. They take a different game off. You don't it, take it, the it, NFC championship if you have the ability to be out there. That's all I'm saying. And for me, that's it. That's it. See, I don't think it's a business decision. I think it's just one of his games again because I'm reminded of 2020 and 2021 when he had those injuries. Yeah, and, you know, Kyle had to keep changing every single presser because he didn't even know what the current Jimmy Garoppolo supposed injury was. Do you remember it was like the the the, the the thigh bruise and then it was this and it was that like Kyle kept like being blindsided because he never knew what the hell was going up with his health so I, I think it's just a toxic situation hopefully it's coming to an end and everybody tune into Niner Gang podcast because when it's official official I expect Dion to go will be on that falls out crazy I promise you. <laughs> that Ted is gone <laughs> My, I, I may, I, I tear it down again and get you on. I probably will fly out to Arizona <laughs> to shoot that episode live so that I don't miss being on the episode. That, that's all I'm saying. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Breezy. You too, Melissa. Thank you so much. Bye. All right, peace. All right, we're going to close out this call in segment with the one and only, I call him the bishop. 
Y'all know who he is. Terra Dome is in the building. What's going on, brother? How am I doing, Breezy? Am I five by five? Five by five. You sound you sound amazing right now. God bless you. Let me change up my accent. I know sometimes Breezy often talks about uh, me being from the southern states of America. Uh, but uh, make no mistake, I've, I've got it all. I've got it all. Um, shout out to Miss Christy Marie. Uh, she had a birthday on the 6th. Yes, she Mine did. Will be on the 10th. Uh, kings and queens born in the month of February to include the great uh, Bill Russell. God rest his soul. His will be on February 12th. 12th yep. And the incredible, incomparable Michael Jeffrey Jordan, born February 17, 1963. Uh, mama named Dolores, daddy named James Jr. God rest his soul. Amen. 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 I also want to toot my own horn. I'm bad at uh, tooting my own horn. I, I like to build everybody else up, but your boy just went over 20 years of government service uh, to the United States government. Uh, everybody within the sound of my voice, amen. A, 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 a good hard road with the United States uh, military as well as emergency service here at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. We're going to be changing our name on over to Fort Liberty in June, okay. but it's still Fort Jump Boots uh, because we exit planes while in flight. And if you need a Chinese balloon shot down, mm -hmm. call on the folks in. North Carolina, we gonna All shoot. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen, man, I appreciate you for 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 jumping on for a few. Um, Aaron has a question. He says, "Why would Jimmy do us a favor? Y'all hmm. make it seem like y'all don't understand the NFL and what it is. It's his career over game." Hmm. Hmm. See, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I look at it as doing us a favor. I, I, I'm sorry. Teradome, I want to win a Super Bowl. Do you? Would you like to win a Super Bowl? I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like that. I would like my own Super Bowl ring. So, if anything, I would be out there playing. Not if if I'm healthy. If that's another thing. If I'm available to play because I've passed the health inspection, and I'm able to go out there, it's not me just doing the team a favor. I want to win a championship because my rings, my two rings, came from Tom Brady. Mm. He farted them out his butt, and I collected two. Mm -hmm. like that, that, so, so, so at the end of the day, you know, it's not him doing us a favor, Aaron. It's more like, dude, if you were available to play, imagine God being available and him just taking a day off. <laughs> he 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 doesn't do something. They said the the keeper of Israel shall neither sleep nor slumber. Slumber, breezy. Let me let me go ahead and, and let me go ahead and get into it. Uh, from my understanding, I didn't read the quote. I didn't see anything. But it, am I correct in the presumption that uh, Mr. Garoppolo could have played, but chose to make what we call a business decision and be on the sidelines, smiling? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. the smiling and stuff came okay. first. Uh-huh. And we didn't know what it meant, and I didn't oh, care. All right. But All now, right. 
after getting this whiff of the word from the report, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I believe Jay Glazer, I, I'm not going to, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, now I'm starting to question the smile because now it makes sense why he was smiling. Okay. Well, this is not, I'm not trying to put this man down. I just don't understand. No, no, you ain't got to. Uh, Breeza, I listen to former players, man. I listen to I, I I listen to the former players, the guys who keep it one hundred, the Asante Samuels, the uh, James Harrisons, and 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 you know, to a man, they will tell you. I check them on the pivot. I check them on the I am athlete. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at because God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. So I'm I'm listening to everything, and I I listen to guys. I listen to guys. And let me get 100% real and let me talk into this camera. And I am hope you looking, Mr. Garoppolo. Martellus Bennett told me about you. He told me about you and Julian Edelman signed off. I know who you really are. I seen you smiling. After you threw interceptions, I seen you on the sideline with your earpiece on talking to Juice when uh, 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 Trey Lance went down week two. I caught you. And now that camera exposed you. That eye in the sky don't lie. We caught you again in Philly. You know, it's a word for it. And and, and down south, it rhymes with a a few things like snitch, twitch, itch, and rich. I seen you smiling over there like a little sissy getting his butt played with. I know who you really are. I saw you throw that interception in Miami with your eyes closed. I saw you. I know who you really are. And you had an opportunity to take this team. God presented the door open to take this team to its pinnacle. And you was on the sideline smiling. And you on the sideline being you. That's okay. It's 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 fine. Hey, that one's on me. We knew better. Kyle knew better. And Kyle been trying to get rid of you for a little while. Yeah, it's clear now. Yeah, yeah. I, everybody, everybody knew. Everybody knew. Except, you know, some people can't see past the inside of what they are you know a mirror a mirror is 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 a wonderful thing a mirror can see everybody else's flaws but it can't see its own it can't see its own i saw your flaw jimmy g i know who you really are and you know who you really are so i hope you get your little piece of money i hope you get it i hope it's good because we will be after you and you will truly be exposed. You won't have the number one defense. You won't have the best tight end in the business. You won't have the best tackle in the business. You won't have the best play designer in the business. No, no, all those 31 teams, no, uh, we can't bring him in. It takes everything. This guy have to have everything to be mediocre at best. Brock Purdy came in as a rookie and put up at least 12 more points a game than you ever thought about doing. Tom Brady knew about you 
and he said, we got to get him out this building. He went to Bob Kraft and said, get him out of here. You about as unlucky as that daggone tiki piece that Bobby found on a Hawaii episode of the Brady Bunch. Every time you show up, that little noise happens, and somehow somebody get injured, somehow we lose, somehow we got all the cards stacked, and now we can't get it. We will be so much better when everybody wakes up and gets you out of the building. We didn't start having that injury bug until Jimmy G came. Mm. We didn't start having this problem with everybody just getting hurt until Jimmy came and we were fine for eight games. I didn't even see you. I didn't, we won't even think about Jimmy, but the week of that championship game, they started talking about if Jimmy G can come back and I said, they did, they did, they did, they sure enough did. The Bible says. In Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter, 11 verse, y'all can remember it, 9-11. The wisest king, King Solomon, wrote, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor riches to the understanding of men, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to us all he was talking about he was talking about that thing called luck mm -hmm. jimmy g you janky you janky every time you around strange things just happen how can i have the number one defense and we go hunting for quarterbacks and and they have a wounded quarterback but mine two of mine go down how is this possible? I'm like, I, I, I know we was ready for this fight. We was chippy. We ready to go. And then I looked on that sideline, and there you go. Smiling. Mm. Mm, look, y'all losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to be gone. Boy, oh, my God, you're going to be gone one day. You're going to be gone one day, and you're going to go to another team, and they are going to see. I hope it's the Colts, because <laughs> that, that those Midwest folks will let you know who you really are. Don't they, they run the team, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Go somewhere good in, in, in the Midwest, like Denver. Denver will let you know who you really are. Go to New Orleans. They're going to let you know who you really are. You ain't yeah. going to have everything at your disposal like you do. I addressed that. Let me go on to free agency. The, uh, man, the signing of Coach Wilkes. I live down here in Carolina, man. Mm -hmm. Coach Wilkes is incredible. Every, to a man, a lot, of, a lot of us, a lot of us were really hoping he would go ahead and get that head coach job. Understood. He, he's earned it. He's got the experience, and let me tell you, Breezy, where we are short, mm -hmm. he is long in terms of coaching experience. We always had problems a little bit with the secondary. As infallible as that secondary was, we would always have some problems in the secondary. We would always give up this big play mm -hmm. in our secondary. 
Wilkes is going to be a godsend. This man understands coverage even more so. And, 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 and congratulations to D'Amico, a very, very good coach, a very deserving coach, an outstanding coach, an anointed leader of men. But as a linebacker, he didn't understand the subtle nuances that a secondary coach has. Mm. Y'all, please go and check out the clip with him talking to different Carolina uh, defensive backs about the subtleties of, of squeezing on a go route, the subtleties of cutting off the field when there's a comeback, the subtleties of, of, of different types of coverage from bump and run to bail and press coverage. This man understands defensive backs. Our safeties IQs are about to go up. Our cornerbacks, their performances are about to go up. We're about to utilize some of the best skills in the game. God couldn't have presented a better uh, 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 fit to us. As a matter of fact, on 49ers web zone, they said uh, Chris Kusarek was considering going over to Texas, but he sat in on the interview with Coach Wilkes. He spent time with Coach Wilkes. He is staying because Wilkes is coming. That says a lot. That says a great deal. Y'all listen to your reporters. Listen to your people who are around the team. Listen to your Wayne Breezes. Listen to uh, Larry Kruger. Listen to 49ers Web Zone. Don't get caught up with these national folks, man, who, who uh, you know, and former uh, uh, supposed to be uh, uh, GOAT players, but I see them all in Kansas City, all on my homes. And here they go say, yeah, y'all need to keep Jimmy. I ain't going to say no names. Y'all know who he is, Joe Montana. It's all cool. Listen to what's going on. Wilkes is going to help us out. As far as free agency, we know we got uh, more coming up. We know we got Ken Law. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead, GoPro. Um, Mike McGlinchey. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead, bro. It's okay. And if Gibson goes, we stand a chance of keeping Ward and putting him in his rightful position. He balled out as a as a, uh, a nickel back. corner. They go back, yeah. And he didn't even really want to do that. He's he a, he's a natural natural free safety. He was playing. He was doing us a solid. He was helping us out on this one. Wait, 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 wait. He was doing us a what? He was doing us the favor. He mm. was lending his uh, skills. Wait, 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 wait. So Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Risked it all. Yes. To play a different position. Yes. Put his body out on the line. Yes. During free agency. Speak on it. Is he a quarterback? No. Can't nobody say shit to me, yo. If no. you did say shit to me, I would just slap you in the face. That's, that's what I'm talking that's about. What I'm did, to, that's we what saw I'm saying right there. That, we saw that, it the year before. We but saw, I, but, I, but we, I'm asking because, go ahead, go because ahead. Jimmy Garoppolo, people are, are I, I'm reading the chat, so don't think I'm not reading what y'all saying in this chat because I'm definitely talking and I'm reading. And so you're saying to me 
because I crapped on Jimmy Garoppolo when he was terrible. I also praised him when he did good. So go back and watch all the episodes. I did as well. That's what Breezy is. Yes, he did. Yes, Uh, he did. So you're mad because I'm trying to figure out how a person won't come out here if they're available and they can play to win a, to to participate to participate in the game to potentially be a team to go to the Super Bowl and mind you he might have got hurt every football player that stepped on the goddamn field might get hurt man man and I don't care if they go in the free agency or not so you're telling me whatever players are going in the free agency they shouldn't play in that last game that's 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 the message Jimmy's sending let me give you another example. Y'all, you know, uh, uh, as Jay-Z said, Lord, remember, forgive me for my brass delivery, but I remember vividly what these streets did to me. Two, two years removed, Debo Samuel was on his contract year. He was standing to go into free agency. He could have shut it all down and said, Kyle, I ain't running that ball, man. You ain't messing me up. I need my fifth. I need my my 1,200 yards and 10 receptions, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to help y'all out. Debo Samuel was that one carrying us two years ago in Green Bay. I was at Green Bay. 19 was getting it done. 19 was out there in Dallas playing running back. That won't his position. He, he could have messed this money up. He's the, when you carry the ball in the NFL, you are hunted. Debo Samuel showed you what a man is. And a lot of y'all was talking bad about him last summer. I remember real vividly in April when that man needed his money and everybody was acting a little funny. Debo Samuel said, man, y'all came to me and told me, hey, we need a running back. Y'all show it. I, I can run it. I can run it. Debo Samuel could have easily. You think for one minute, uh, uh, Devontae Adams or, you know, some of the other great receivers and not, never not taking them nothing away from them. You think they would have came to their team and said, Hey man, I can run. We need to run it back. I'll run it. I, I can do that. The, the Debo Samuel situation. When a grown ass man is crying at the end of the game, cause they didn't give him the ball. Like that's when I knew, like he was offered it, but he needed a minute. That's it. That's he, it. He scrubbed everything from his social media. He he that's needed it. a second to reflect. That's it, man. To understand, I like I, if I, I'm I, this valuable, like how how come I didn't get this and whatever, whatever. But you know what? Let's figure out a way to work it out. It's gonna be tough, and they did it. They did it. And whether Debo asked for a trade or not, that's not the problem. I mean, I would have asked for it. I told my job. I just told my church. Hey, man, I, I might be going to a different church. Yeah. It, it happened. When you're giving the best you can, it, man, I just did a, a, it's, it's a, a wonderful service for a young lady uh, from, from my 97-year-old mother. Shout out, Carrie Cherry, former past and choir. There's a, a, a song, Breezy, called Let the Work I Done mm. Speak for Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I done the best I can and my own friends don't understand, let the service I gave speak for me. That man gave you heart and soul. And then you come back and act a little funny with him when it's time to negotiate and break that money off. No, no, I, Just, I, I'd be a little upset too. 
My I, wife has just my wife has just changed jobs. She might be on right now because she gave the very best she could, and they said a little something out of the way to her. You know what I'm saying? I just I just don't. I mean, it's okay to request for a trade for for leverage and things like that. But Everybody. at the end of the day, where's Debo Samuel? Where is he? The great Kobe Bryant did the same thing, man. I mean, that's what you do. Like, and this is yeah. not about look, I look, look, Jimmy Garoppolo situation was tainted after the Super Bowl. Like ever since then, because remember, uh, and I I can't I don't have receipts because my channel got hacked and it's gone. So them videos are gone. But remember, I said I think it might be on nothing but Niners show. I said Jimmy Garoppolo is about to be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL after the year he won the Super Bowl because I said he was going to be able to read defenses better. He's going to be able to slide his protections. I didn't even realize that Kyle was placing all of that responsibility on the center. I just thought that Jimmy would be better. And then he went out and got hurt. Mm -hmm. And so after that, it was just like, oh, man, like, I mean, I'm not mad. He He's not that what I was trying to predict him to be, but he couldn't play healthy. And then in that season, the season of the high ankle sprain, he was cleared to come back and play, and he made a business decision. But George Kittle, who had, I don't think he got his contract yet. He might have just got his contract. I don't think he got it. I think he got it the following year, but he might have got yeah. it that year. Yeah. can't remember off the top of my head. Came back. Off of the same injury, off of a play, Jimmy got him hurt on. What the fuck are we talking? Come on, I man. Go. I gotta go. Listen, if you got blocked in the chat, like please, if you're an admin, don't block a person for giving their personal opinion. Let them give it now. If it becomes disrespectful, they call you out your name, please block them. But if it's just an opinion, let them freely speak. It's a free country. This is what we do here. Right. right. I, yeah. I don't want people feeling like they can't come on here and have some fun. Please People let him title move. Your opinion. Yes, let let uh, we invite your opinion, but let it be let it be based on merit. Let it be based yeah, like said, on, on the like real. Don't just come with trash. Whenever somebody says, "Oh, he trash, he trash," it's one hundred eighty nine thousand six hundred seventy five words in the English language. Put some together. I got you. <laughs> I gotta ask Joey, what's crazy, Joey? You've been saying this is crazy, and you're not being Pacific enough for me. And I said Pacific, yes, that's please. how I talk. Use but your please, words, Jerry. Please Use tell me, Joey. Joey, what's crazy? Is it the fact that we're still talking about Jimmy? Well, I tell you what, we're gonna probably talk about Jimmy until free agency hits and he goes to a different team. <laughs> hey, yo, like, you he's, know. he's here. He's he's, he's here. He's it is what it is, and he's mama. here, right? But don't Get it twisted. I felt at some point, I thought Jimmy was gonna improve. I really did. I thought he I thought he was, but his his health, you know, even last year, he was unhealthy. Now, people like Dion came on and said earlier he was terrible in the playoffs. Yeah, bro, he couldn't throw a ball neither. And 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 I don't know why Kyle Shanahan dumbass didn't put in Trey Lance, but it was probably because Trey was hurt too. Remember? But I don't get it because Trey played the last game of the season, so it doesn't make any sense. Right? At the end of the day, all I'm saying is Jimmy's here for now, and we have to deal with it. And if you feel like we're whining and crying, fine. This is not the show for you. I get it. As soon, he'll be gone. But guess what? They're whining and crying on everybody's show that talk about Jimmy because they can't figure it out either. 
it gets, you know, football, boxing, hockey, it's a physical game. And it gets to a point, man, you're going to have to play hurt. You're going to have to get down and get it. Unless something. But that's it, why it's I respect it's between being injured and hurt. hurt. But that's why you I respect got a You're injured. You can't physically get out. But if you got an owie or you making business decisions. You get out physical in this game. You a but little scared. Just, but 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 to to remember and and what this go check my channel right now. I did a show called The Ultimate Warrior. Who the fuck was I talking about? You talking about uh, Jimmy G? Okay, and why did I say he was the ultimate warrior for everybody that out here trying to say I'm stirring the pot? Ain't my fault this motherfucker chose to make a business decision and not try to win a Super Bowl with his team. I didn't tell him to do that. I didn't even know he did that. I was hoping I never even heard about him doing that. The fact that is out is the problem. I had to give him my props too after uh, the Atlanta game. He was pretty efficient when he, uh, uh, against Carolina, uh, he could have did a little bit better against His Atlanta. His worst game this year was, was Denver, bro. Oh, my God. Worst after, game. Worst I game his career. After, for the first time in NFL history, we saw a pick eight. I was done after and we, Denver. And, and Breezy went to the game. And he was still... Saying, you know, Jimmy G, I right, man, Jimmy G. I, he, I, I said he was rusty. I said, I, I said that was stupid. What he did was dumb. But let's give him, let's give him a shot. Because if we can get what we saw in Seattle, we're going to be fine. And Jimmy helped us win games until he got injured in the Miami game. And then next, he got injured trying to make a play. And then it was Brock time. But at the end of the day, I'm not stirring a pot. It's more like he no. here. And you're right, Kenneth. I tell you what, March, what is it, 7th, 9th, running dates, whenever the new league year hits, he's off the books. And, and guess what? I will stop talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'll be it'd be a mother freaker if somehow that mother sucker end up as this on this team again because don't nobody want him. That's the only reason why. It's like the the old girlfriend you try to throw out and she ain't got nowhere else to go, so you have to keep her at your house. Let's just say what it is. It, it is. She got to stay here because yeah. you don't want her outside sleeping in the cold. Don't, nobody is listening to what I'm the words that are coming out of my mouth. See, now y'all get me to get into this verbatim. You know, I don't mind. It's my show. So let me, Korean days, quick to make excuses for Brock, but Jimmy was hurt last year. Did you not just hear me call him an ultimate warrior? If you watch the episode, it was because the dude played injured all year. He played injured and 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 still put his heart and life out on the line. Hey, hey, Breezy, Breezy, let me talk to Korean days. Hey, Brock Purdy tore a UCL, which is Thank basically you. the ACL of your elbow. But I tell you another thing. Brock Purdy got back in the game mm -hmm. and was four of four for 23 yards with a torn UCL Korean. Oh, uh, I've been in Korea. Anya Seo Agoshi. 
you know what, Terry? No, we're gonna get out. I'm gonna read these things. I'm gonna get up out of here because um, I'm gonna go pray. All right, so here we go. Let's get to the super chat contributions. We had a few of them. Uh, Niner Boss, this is the super chat segment of the show. Thank you to everybody that gave a super chat. I do appreciate it. I know it's the off season and I know it's gonna be long. That's why I'm doing shows three days a week. I'll do some special shows, get some special guests. Korean support. days ain't even Korean. He just said, I'm not Korean. What, why you funny. got Korean days on it? Go ahead, Breezy. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. It's, I wasted it's... my I wasted my international uh, prayer with a passport, just like a Latin girl. Get anything you ask for. It's either him or me. Champagne, Hennessy. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Breezy. <laughs> Niner Boss Talk says, and 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 I get it. If you were his agent, there's no way I was letting him play going into free agency. I got to get you the foghorn. Super Chats get the foghorn if you were his agent. You know what, Niner Boss? You're not his agent, though. Neither am I. And that's why my take is, if your ass was healthy, you were still a part of this team, and you go out there and play. If you get injured, then it's just meant for you to get injured. I, I guess I, at this point, it is what it is. But from an agent perspective, which is where you're coming from, and I appreciate the contribution, I dig it, right? But I'm sorry if I don't wear the aid, the agent hat when I'm sitting at a game that I spent over thousands of dollars for to watch my starting quarterback get hurt, the backup quarterback get hurt, and he could have been the third oh, quarterback. He could have even came in after Josh Johnson, even if he didn't go in when Brock Purdy went down. They had to put back in Brock Purdy. Like, he went back in the game. So it's like, damn, Jim, you were available you could have just made a business decision and handed off the ball. If you got hurt handing off the ball, then you need to discuss your football career one more time. Like, like th that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Sean says, thank you for the contribution. Being a former player and using the number one D as your ticket to become head coach, then publicly calling out former players' weaknesses, publicly low class and crapolo. So he's talking about D'Amico Ryans. And D'Amico Ryans was talking about I would say the deficiencies in Talanoa Hufunga. And so after he became a head coach, apparently he's had some words about Hufunga. I didn't necessarily get a chance to hear the words about Hufunga, but it is what it is. This is what Sean is talking about. Did you get a chance to hear about that or, or not? I, I have not, uh, but, but you know, it's, it's never what they call you. It's what you answer to. Um, if, if he did have deficiencies... In Hufanga, take it all as constructive criticism, and brother, somehow you made all pro. So let let the church say amen, and we will go. If it's true, you know, even a, a, a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and again. Maybe some of it was right. Take it into criticism. Take it as constructive criticism. Let it build you up, and I tear you down. If he said you had a couple of deficiencies, you still made all pro. Build yeah. on it. Build on it and get better and get better. Yeah, like you, got, you have a better secondary coach coming. I promise you that. Now that I agree with you on, bro. Uh, that's the one thing that I would I would give him the upper upper hand on. He knows how to coach his DBs. They play a lot of heavy zone. That's where we know we, that we have one of one of the best man cornerbacks in the league in Mooney Ward. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this transitions. I think the Amador Lenore is going to be better in zone uh, as he gets old. You know, gets older into the system. Third year going into the system. Uh, 
Ambry Thomas might be might be better. Samuel Womack might get better. And 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 don't be surprised if there's a free agent out there and they try to bring another guy in. Like I, it's a lot of stuff that can go down. Uh, with him being the defensive coordinator of the team. We got one more Super Chat contributions from my man, Uncle Scott. He says, Breezy, sorry I missed the show. Have a beverage on me. Love you, fam. Appreciate the Super Chat contribution, man. Thank you, Uncle Scott, man. Appreciate you. And to your last point, Breezy, hey, we got Emmanuel Mosley coming back. I, well, I he's a the free agent, so, like, you have to sign him. And he's going to be a – I don't want to say his injured has favor – favored us but oh it did it's not, not going to be at the premium it oh, would be it, other than you know where he really breezy before going into that carolina game i study defenses i i told you i keep it right here i was looking at the best defenses ever mm-hmm. and, oh yeah i see and, and Wait, boy, six pack look put that back up there boy, I was looking at the points per game. I, wow. I was looking where we were. We were we were hovering somewhere around the 08 Steelers and, and down here, the 02 Bucks at 12.3. We had the best tandem of secondary corners that would 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 Mooney, the addition of Mooney Ward and Emmanuel Mosley. Huff could have made a couple of mistakes, but we were still holding people to 11. I, I know. I told the people the twelve. We, we were ready to shut people out. The 49ers defense gave up big plays, but not points. And there was only a couple, two or three games where they gave up over the that average of points, which still allowed their average to stay relatively low. They were the number one scoring defense in the wow. NFL. I tell y'all what this. Uh, I, I so take away the Chiefs this, game this Saturday. <laughs> this Saturday there will be a thirty for thirty. On the Baltimore Ravens of 2000. 2000. I want all y'all in love with points and fantasy football and and, and, and receivers and and all of this stuff. Please watch that uh, 30 for 30 coming up on the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. This is what I'm envisioning for the San Francisco 49ers. If they don't score... They can't win. Remember, I said that. <laughs> That's why I said build the defense back. Because that that yes. for me, that would be my number one objectivity. Build back the defense. Like build. that's the goal. The goal is to build my defense. Hey, 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 Wilkes, what you want? Tell me what you want. I mean, you 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 don't got a blank check, but tell me, give me three options from these positions that you want. And we'll find a way to make it happen. Uh, Great Tone 765 says, draft Ronnie Hickman, safety out of Ohio State. I liked him, but I actually like Sidney Brown, safety out of Illinois, a little bit better. He reminds me of Hufunga, but I feel like his deep safety play is a little bit better. Doesn't have the speed, but knows the angle. He knows the zone. He's very well-versed in zone. And that's what you need from safeties it's not about them running four three speed it's yeah. about them taking proper geometry however you want to say it, them angles geometric angles that's what it is yeah. when you're a safety you take the right angle you make you the right to. contact you force the ball to either be picked or out and that's what safeties do that's what especially huff huff's gonna get better at that too he, you watch them go from rookie to struggle 
on angles. You watched him last year get better, but still struggled a little bit. I, I thought he sh- he was better on his angles this past season, but he was he was he he was lacking and communicating. He was lacking yes. understanding yes. the 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 audible of the play. Does that make sense? And and, and and it was a it was a bit of a struggle, particularly when him and Lenore were on the same side because they're both rookies. They both were. If, they're if, both if young. You, if you go back and look at look at some of the great secondaries, yes, it takes veterans, man. It takes veterans to understand uh, uh, Palm's concept. And I got long, you got short. And banjo, man, that corner. If if you want to know what it's like playing corner and safety in the NFL, I I invite any of you. Please go to the Y or where they got an open run, Rucker Park, somewhere in your vicinity. Go and check a young 20-year-old who is probably the best athlete on the basketball court and make sure he doesn't score a point. I got you. And and then come back to me and said, I couldn't shut him out. He, he got about four, five points on me. He was running past me. And we running. That's what it's like. I, I, I played safety in college, and, and they had me on that island every now and again. Hey, baby, I'd rather take 15 than six. <laughs> I would go ahead and pass in the free corner and safety. It takes great communication. We got to understand who's got the short, who's got the long, who's got the inside, who's got the outside. And the defense has changed from marble to cloud coverage. A cloud uh, coverage. Look, look up. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a lot. And so the game will slow down. That's the best yeah. part. Christy yeah. Marie, we're going to end on this contribution. Christy Marie. Yes, happy belated birthday. Love y'all. Best show ever. Thank y'all so much for the birthday love. Thank you, Breezy, for the birthday song. You are more than welcome. Happy belated birthday. Uh, Tara Dome, I'm gonna get up out of here, man. Listen, I appreciate you for jumping on with your boy, man. You Uh, gotta hook me up my birthday on the 10th. You gotta do it. You got to do the Stevie Wonder version. You're going Stevie. I'm going to take it down a couple of keys, but we definitely go. I see it can hook up my keyboard up too. I'll have my keyboard on here. And we'll, right. we'll do something, man. All right. All right. Hook me up. All right, man. Appreciate you. Guys, thank y'all so much for tuning into the show. I appreciate you. If you if you like what you saw, make sure you hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And you can become a member today by clicking on join. Click, click. All right. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful to the new people in the chat that I don't think I've ever seen before. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, thanks for joining. Hope you like what you saw. Don't forget to hit that like button again. It's your boy Breezy. I'll see you guys on Friday. Friday, same time, same place, man. Same time, same place. All right? Stay up. Stay faithful always. And I mean always keep it nitty-gritty, baby. Keep it nitty-gritty. Thanks for watching.